Something has to die. A chapter has to close so that we can actually accept and embrace this new level of living. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey you, welcome back. This is episode 83 and this is your April numerology guide. I'm calling this a month of rebirth. It's a nine universal month. And I am sincerely and authentically excited. I have a nine expression number in my chart. My father is a double nine. I have a deep respect and appreciation for this archetype, for this fundamental force. But honestly, not a lot of us do. Because the nine represents death, endings, completions, and letting go. I think that As humans, we've got a little PTSD around (laughs) the number nine. So I'm hoping that this episode is going to tap you into its true enchanting magic and put a skip in your step because this month really has the potential to create a metamorphosis in your inner being. So before we dive in, I want to say thank you. Thank you to those of you who donated to the podcast this past month. Thank you to my loyal, loyal followers, Mark, Animistic Art. Thank you, Stu. Your support means so much to me. If you find the Numerology Chick podcast helpful, if it inspires you and you want more, you can support this work by sharing it with friends and family. You can donate. There's always a link in the show notes to do so. And you can rate it over on your podcast app. It helps out more than you know. Here's a review from Heather369 over on iTunes. She says, Nat, your podcasts just get more and more amazing. You're always on point and you just nail it in the exact way that hits home. I'm so grateful for your guidance and moreover, your keen sincerity each and every month. Much love. Much love back, Heather. Thank you so much for being here with me, for being a part of this hippy-dippy-trippy journey, and now let's dive into the episode. So remember, 2021 is a five-universal year, a year of change, progress, up-leveling, big, big shifts in our lives, saying yes to a new adventure. How's it going? Do you feel the influence of the five yet? The trickster is one of the archetypes that the five is known as. It jumps out of the bushes and sets you on a new journey. (laughs) I'm sitting here. My house is in absolute disarray, absolute chaos. You know how when you are cleaning, cleaning out shelves, cleaning out drawers, things get messy and dirty before they get absolutely blissful. My family's moving out of state. 
I've lived here in the valley for decades. And we're moving on to an island. And I'm so excited. And I'm knee deep in this energy of the five. Of change. The end of an era. The start of a new life. Here in April, there's something very special that's happening in regards to change in our lives. We're experiencing endings. Because April is a nine universal month, the nine brings with it completions. Closing a chapter on our lives. It's the last number in the sequence right? Because then there's 10 and 11, and then we're just recycling previous numerals from our number system. So the nine has been long thought as the horizon, the horizon from which we fall off into a new beginning. And it does feel like a fall, doesn't it? (laughs) Absolute uncertainty. But it's showing up here to tell us, to remind us that to be able to step into this new adventure, to be able to up-level in finance, career, relationship, well-being, even just satisfaction, something has to end. Something has to die. Have you heard that statistic about lottery winners? This always blows my mind. 70% of the people who win the lottery or receive a large windfall of inheritance go bankrupt within a few years. Why does this happen? It happens because things can up-level on the outside, but if you don't up-level on the inside, those changes, they just won't take. So something has to die. A chapter has to close so that we can actually accept and embrace this new level of living. We have to grow. What's interesting about this five universal year, about the five in general, is it's not actually about external changes. Although I know that you and I are probably experiencing those too, right? (laughs) But the five is part of the mental triad in numerology, one, five, and seven. And this is so incredibly profound. And what it tells us is that massive changes, progress, improvements, miracle opportunities out of the blue, these things happen by virtue, not necessarily from the physical world, The physical triad is two, four, and eight. Or from the emotional world, which is three, six, and and nine. No. These huge shifts, these big positive changes, they happen from a place of shifting our consciousness. So this 9 of April, it isn't about literally things ending. Although that's in the mix for us, for sure. 
But what it's telling us is that we are ending or letting go of a way of being. And that if we do that, then we are able to truly embrace this new level of living. You know that term, let go of what no longer serves you? How many times have we heard that? I've probably heard that a thousand times over the course of my life. And (laughs) does it feel like it doesn't hit home anymore? Like for me, I'll hear it and I just kind of roll my eyes. And I guess it's sort of become a a cliche, but I don't think that that's why it doesn't hit. Why there doesn't feel like there's resonance in that sentence. I think that it's because it's the it's the baby pool side of things, right? We're not diving deep into what's underneath that sentence, that concept. When we think of letting go of what no longer serves us, we might think of letting go of a, a toxic friendship or a stuck relationship a destructive habit like smoking or drinking or or a job where we're no longer feeling fulfilled maybe even like a hobby or a project but that's not what letting go of what no longer serves us is really about it's about letting go of a way of being you can let go of toxic person after toxic person. You can be a master of saying goodbye to things that are destructive. But if you don't change something on the inside, the outside world won't change. So if you're going to let go of a toxic relationship, let's say, you have to invariably let go of the part of yourself that sees other people's worth more than your own. Or if you're letting go of a profession that no longer lights your passion and your fire, you might have to let go of that part of yourself that stays quiet, meek, and unopinionated about your true desires. So here's the rub. The reason why we haven't let go of the things that no longer serve us is because we're not letting go of a way of being. And the reason why we're not letting go of that way of being is because This way of being, get ready for this one, it's been a loyal and protective friend. It's been the guard at your door. It's been the knight in shining armor protecting you at your bedside. This old way of being that does keep you stuck in lower potentials in love, finance, career, are also what have helped you survive. (laughs) It's a loyal and protective friend. I feel the emotion coming up just saying that. So maybe staying quiet or being a people pleaser got you through your childhood. Maybe it it garnered the approval and love of your parents or, or actually protected you from trauma or dysfunction. Maybe it helped you make a living 
growing up or helped you keep a partner so that you didn't have to be alone. But this is what we're grappling with. Something so beautiful and transformative, trust me. These old ways of being were loyal friends, but they weren't really us. They were mechanisms. Mechanisms to get us by, but not true expressions of our divinity. So now that this five universal year is here, we realize that we get to decide what standards we have in our lives. We have the choice of what potentials we pursue, what possibilities we entertain, what dreams we want to stand for and go for. But to do that, here comes April and it says, it's time for an ending. It's time for a death. And what we are saying goodbye to is an old way of being. These ways of being have served us. They've helped us survive. You know what they've helped us do? They've helped us inhabit other people's realities. But now we're ready to create our own, right? Yeah. We're ready to create our own reality. So here is the April numerology challenge. Here is where the rebirth happens. I want you to get out a piece of paper and a pen or open up a document on your computer or the notepad of your phone. Because I'm going to ask you three questions. And I want you to pause after I ask the question. Pause this podcast audio and write down your knee-jerk response, unedited. You ready for the first one? Who do you no longer want to be? Who do you no longer want to be? Write it down or speak it aloud to me right here and right now. Who is this person that you no longer want to be? What qualities or traits do they have? What ways of being do they embody? Maybe you no longer want to be insecure, a people pleaser, a doormat, a quiet person, a defensive, angry person. Write it down. There's no right or wrong here, but write down your knee-jerk response. Pause here if you want to process this some more. Now, question number two. The way of being the person that you no longer want to be, how has it served you in the past? How did it protect you? How did it help you survive? How 
How did it serve you? How did it help you? What did it teach you? This is where we give thanks to this knight in shining armor, to this mechanism, to this guardian at our door. This is where we can say thank you to this way of being. We had to develop this armor, these mechanisms to inhabit someone else's reality that we had no control over. We had to learn how to be a chameleon in a world that wasn't our own. But now, you're crossing over a threshold, right? You're stepping into a new world. It's your world. The world of your choosing. You don't need this guardian anymore. You don't need these mechanisms, this way of being. It just, it's not going to be the vehicle that takes you to where you want to go. It's not going to be a a skill set that's going to allow you to thrive and sustain this new and better future. So how did it serve you? What did it teach you? And say thank you. Thank you for what you taught me. Thank you for trying to protect me. And now, question number three. This is where the rebirth happens. Who do you want to be? Who do you choose to be moving forward? Usually, not always, they're the opposite of the things that we wrote down in the first question. If you wrote down, you're quiet. You don't want to be quiet anymore. Maybe you write down here that you're expressive, confident, self-assured. Maybe you have positive self-talk. Maybe you're your own best friend, cheerleader, and advocate. Maybe you're assertive. The moment that you feel that ickiness in your gut, you speak up. Maybe you have higher standards. Maybe you negotiate for more in your life. Write down any traits, any qualities, any ways of being that represent who you want to be reborn as. These questions are really simple, but they're life-transforming. They turn endings into new beginnings. They turn grief into appreciation, excitement, anticipation. And they finally, they allow you to raise your ceiling, to receive more good in your life, 
to attract more good into your life because you're changing on the inside and you've heard it a million times before but when the when you change the way that you look at things the things that you look at change it's a spiritual principle that's been around forever quantum physics is proving that it's real and by engaging and developing a shift in awareness through these questions you're going to be able to have that breakthrough that you've been seeking in past challenges here on the podcast they've been kind of practical right it's about tasks to-do lists getting things done your only task this month is to look at these questions and to look at your answers Maybe expand on them as ideas pop into your mind, but really your assignment is developing a shift in your awareness, a shift in your perspective. These endings that are happening in your life, they're not bad. There's something better on the horizon. These endings are asking you to finally step into the divinity of who you are to become the figurehead in your own life of who you want to be, who you wish existed in this world. That's you. And just by having this shift in awareness, just by answering these questions and keeping them on the surface of your mind, maybe open up this document or print it out and visit it every Sunday night before you move into the new week, Just by doing that, the universe is going to shower you with evidence that that new world, that new potential, that up-leveled experience is right there for the having and taking. I appreciate you so much. Comment on the blog. Let me know what came up for you in one of these three questions. What hit home the most? What was the most profound Did you get an uh aha? Next month, we're going to take this incredible assignment to the next level because May is a one universal month, a brand new beginning. So make sure to keep this document handy. We'll talk about it again in the future. Thank you for being here with me. Remember, there's always a link in the show notes to schedule a one-on-one session with me or a long-term transformative coaching package where we dive deep into your spiritual DNA, your divinity, and support you in stepping into your greatness. I am booking out into May, so if it's been on your mind to invest in this work and this transformation, I highly recommend booking ahead. Have a great month. I'm here with you.